Hey Faith Fam, what is going on? Welcome to Your Faith Talks, a podcast that aims to encourage each and every individual to walk boldly in faith. I'm your host, Jamie Virgin, and I need y'all to grab your coffee, grab your tea, or even your lunch, and let's sit down and chat. Who's ready to walk and talk together in faith with me? Hey Faith family, what is going on? I am super excited to have you guys here and to sit down or walk around or whatever you're doing listening to this podcast with me. And I don't want you guys to think that it's me. No, it's us together. We're walking in this because our faith talks and we are a body. And when we come together and when we talk to each other, we lift up each other, when we pray for each other, we are in alignment, not with just ourselves, but with God, okay? So today, I want to encourage you guys to keep walking in your truth, keep walking in your faith, no matter what department of your life we're talking about, your marriage, your single life, your children, your job, your ministry, right? Your career, what you do in church, what you do when you're not at church, whatever you do, walk in faith, walk with God. Ask him to guide you throughout your day. And y'all, if you guys have not already commented, I need you guys to comment and to tell me what you guys are feeling with the faith podcast. I would love to hear from you guys. If you haven't already hit me up on socials or in the commenting section, come through. Okay. And guys, bear with me because this is my first podcast and I am talking and sometimes I don't say the words properly and just bear with me. Okay. So today let's talk about our relationship with the Bible. So we have God, right? We have the praying, we have fasting, right? We have witnessing, we have praying for another. And now something else that ties hand in hand that I don't do enough for myself I don't know about you but it's my relationship with the Bible okay some people call the Bible the sword of truth right some people call it the sword of truth I think that's around the same thing what else would they have call it some people might call it the word of God which it is the word of God and so I'm going to tell you guys some little facts just that I know in my time of reading the Bible there are 66 books in the Bible there are 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New beginning at Genesis and we end in Revelation and one of the wonderful things about the Bible is no matter where you're reading from, you could read at Genesis and you're looking for an answer, right? You find that answer in Revelations or Hebrews. The Bible ties in with each other. It's an amazing book that is called to inspire us and to lead us into God's word and his truth and to encourage us, right? To encourage us to be our better selves, to learn from the past so we don't have to relive the past like they did. And even though as the years go by, as the earth gets, you know, older, the spirit of the devil, he's trying to confuse the people, okay? He's trying to get in our hearts and the world's becoming more wicked. So it's important that we get into the word. And I know people might not want to hear about the devil. Oh no, the devil, no way. No, we have to talk about him, right? Not to big him up because he's nobody, but to let him know that we are conquerors, right? That we're coming after him, that we've already won. So he's going to try to play us like fiddles. He's going to try to go after our wants and our needs. He's going to try to push things that annoy us in our face. But we are here to stand on the word of God. We are here to shun the devil and stop him because it's not about him, but it's about God. 
And that's who we're bigging up here. When we're here on this podcast, when you're out there living your day-to-day life, your faith talks because of who God is, because of how great he is in your life. Let that be a testimony for you all, okay? So let us keep going, guys. I keep going backwards, but guys, me, I'm gonna be honest. I don't read the Bible as much as I should. I should be reading it once a day, but I don't. Sometimes I read it every few days but my goal is if I don't read it once a day I read it once a week and if I'm not able to read it once a week I try to get in as much as I can I love the bible apps that can play someone reading the bible for you because that is getting the word in also just for me sometimes I'm not paying attention because I'm trying to multitask and that's putting God on the sidelines but y'all I have here 10 reasons why we should get into the word every day and I want you guys to tap 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 in and come up with your own reasons and listen to the reasons I have and see if they align with yours and if they do and if you haven't been getting into the word i need you guys to get in the word okay let's go the first one i have is reading the bible gives joy so for me i go through a lot of anxiety i have depressional thoughts i have gone through a few things in my life where things have not worked out the way i have wanted to my overthinking my spiraling has caused me to oftentimes shut down mentally and spiritually but when i get into the word after a bad relationship and my mom turned me to the word that's what started that spark back in my heart and that's who found me when i was in a relationship and i didn't know how to love myself and i felt like i lost my whole self in this relationship god my mom turned me to the bible and god sparked a love in me that i didn't even know existed okay and he does that every time i get into the word and i want you to get into the word because you can read something like this in proverbs 17 22 a merry heart doeth good like medicine but a broken spirit dries the bones all right and if we even go to Luke 1 37 for nothing will be impossible with God that inspires me to keep going that no matter the battles I face no matter what I walk through no matter who is riding down on me God has my back as it if it aligns with him I'm aligning with him my passions my goals must align with with God and yours as well. So first, reading the Bible gives joy. Search the scriptures, you will find it. And it's not the only thing that brings me joy, but it's something that I allow to be deposited into my spirit because it does awaken a part of my spiritual life that nothing else in this world can. Number two, it answers questions. I don't know about you guys, but I'm confused when I'm asking God for a product because my husband and I were trying to sell on Amazon. When I'm asking God to guide me in my relationship with my husband or we need help financially or I just need God to guide me in a situation and I need an answer, I go straight to the word and he taps into my heart and he says this is what i have for you he takes a basic scripture and he breaks it down into exactly what i need to light the way and so we go into three it lights the way to have direction and to know god's will which is the same in a sense it says it answers questions answers questions could be spiritual questions i'm going back to two answers spiritual questions it can answer relationship questions all these questions all these things in the bible they're for a reason to teach us to guide us and so i would say two and three are kind of the same and so back to three it lights the way thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path right you can find that in psalms 119 verse 105 number four it teaches truth And guys, the last three, they're just aligning together because it answers questions, right? It lights the way and it teaches the truth, okay? Sometimes we get into false doctrine 
let's all be real. Sometimes we hear something, we think it's correct. We don't fact check the person speaking. We believe it. But let us get into the word and fact check whoever's talking and let us make sure that we are seeking the truth and we are reading the truth for ourselves, learning it for ourselves. Okay, the Bible says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Let us allow ourselves to get into the word to know the truth, to live the truth, because the Bible is what, guys? The word of truth. Okay, let's go on to the fifth one. (laughs) It floods us with peace to be rid of anxiety. And for me, this is a big thing because, again, like I spoke up in number one, I can have a lot of anxiety depending on the situations that I'm going through, depending on what's happening. Um, I can't specifically say right now because my mind is really just focused on getting this out. But it floods with truth. It floods with peace. Um, Anytime I feel like someone is having a hard time, I don't know about you guys, but my prayer is, Lord, fill them with a peace that passes all understanding. There is a devotional right now on my website and there is a line in it says that we don't take advantage of what God has for us because peace is right at our fingertips. If only we just open our hands and realize that it's there and we can just grasp at it. I know everything in this world with the shootings and abortion and choice and killings and racial disputes. Everything is knocking down at us. Everything is bringing us to stress. The news is a heartache. The news is a pain. And so I don't know about you guys. Guys, I just got to call it. I have to exit out because I cannot miss this part the news is bringing us down it can bring us a lot of anxiety it can bring us a lot of hurt and negative thoughts i was reading i was reading something the other day i was having me night let's say that and i was watching a show and then out of nowhere i was on youtube and i was reading about i was watching a video about a shooting and the young man that was involved in the shooting and everything that took place it was on july 4th and my heart just started to drop in the pit of my stomach Has anyone ever felt like that when you're reading this news and it it hits you so hard and it hit me so hard and right there and then I had to start praying for him. I had to start praying over his life, the energy that he brings, anybody else like him that is being fooled by the devil. I had to start praying and then I asked the Holy Spirit to lift this off of me, lift this burden that does not belong to me. Because the Bible says in the last days, men's hearts will fail them because of fear. Let us not be afraid of the terror by day, nor the shadows by night. Let us walk in truth and let us walk in peace. And let us ask God, if you're not going through peace right now, if you're not feeling peace right now, I need you right now to say, God, Holy Spirit, I need you to help me lift this burden. I need you to lift this burden off of me. Holy Spirit, please ignite in me a peace that passeth all of my own understanding. Because that's what we don't know. We don't know much you know we think we know everything as human beings we know what we have to know but God will give us a peace that passes all understanding the worst of the worst could have happened to you but he passes us down a peace that we don't understand how we got it why we feel it but we have it and that's what the word of God can fill us with it floods us with peace when we ask for it when we seek it and when we read it he will bring it to us number six breaks chains I love that song by Tasha Cobbs. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, to break every chain. Yes, break every chain. Break 
every chain and we ask god to break every chain the chains that are surrounding us from our freedom that hold us back chains of fear chains that are from our past you know chains of guilt and shame the chains that the devil tried to implode on us and even chains that we ourselves implode on ourselves and that goes into the next one we're talking about seven brings comfort and that ties in with floods with peace the word of God is so powerful beyond your belief. Those 66 books are filled with miraculous blessings and words that can change the atmosphere. And I'm going to Philippians 1, 6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. That gives me peace. That gives me comfort. And that lights the way, that gives me answers, that teaches me truth, because that reminds me that whatever God put me here, right? And if he put me here, it's for a reason, and he's going to have me finish it. He didn't just put me here to fail. He didn't just put me here to sit here and be pretty. He put me here for a reason and for a season, and I will not stop doing my part until he says it is finished, right? Let's have a hope and a love like that. Number eight to strengthen our faith oh and like abraham this reminds me of abraham when god told abraham abraham i need you to sacrifice your son y'all i can't imagine how abraham was feeling he must have been like yo god i just got this son you just gave me this son after years of waiting and pleading after having ishmael god i just got isaac and now you want me to deliver him and guess what abraham wasn't like no way no, God, that's my son. No, you gave him to me. I'm running away. I'm hiding. No, he said, okay, God. All right, God, I'll follow you. And I was reading a book the other day, and it said, Abraham's faith is a testimony for us. That should show us that there is nothing too precious in this life that God, okay, I want you to hear this the right way. There's nothing too precious in this life that we can't say, God, I trust you with this. God, I, you asked me to do this. I'm going to do it. There's nothing too precious in this life where we can't sit down and trust God. You can't live your life without knowing that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. And like Abraham, his faith was used to be a testament for our lives. He said, okay, God, I'm going to give you Isaac. He went there in faith to sacrifice his son. He had faith in God to believe that God will deliver him. And he did. He sent a ram. And let us have faith like Abraham. These stories of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they are to inspire us, to help us in our times of need, to know that nothing is too hard for God and nothing in our lives is off limit to God. And I don't want you to think that in a negative way. I want you to know that our lives are so precious. God gives us everything. There are times in this world where we're not going to get what we want, nor are we going to see what God sees. But it is for us to trust him, right? To put forth that trust and that faith that he asks us to, like Abraham. Number nine, to understand God's love for you. What does the Bible say? Yet, when we were like sinners, Christ still died for us. God still sent his son on the cross to die for us. And if that isn't love, I don't know what. Abraham didn't want to sacrifice his son, but he went to do it because of his faith. Who said God wanted to sacrifice his son on the cross for us? Who said that we were precious enough for the ultimate sacrifice to live beyond our sins, our shortcomings, our failures, our faults, our guilts, all of that? 
God did. God said, you are above and not beneath. You are a lender, right, and not a borrower. You are the head and not the tail. You are a royal priesthood, right? You are a holy nation, God's special people. You don't have to be rich and high power to be a priesthood. You walk around like kings. You walk around like queens for the kingdom because you are. Because no matter what happens in this world, all the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God, oh, everything, he calls us his everything. And I can't tell you, How many times I pushed my God to the side, our God to the side, because I wanted a love from a male that I thought I needed above his. And every time I turned my back on him, he said, Jamie, I'm here whenever you need me. I will love you more than any of these men can love you. I will give you an unconditional love, a love that isn't based on what you can give me. But what I see in you is is a power. You are precious like rubies and gems. You are chosen. And that's the type of love you find in the Bible written for you, written for me. And the last one to distinguish good from evil. I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Do not be deceived. Y'all, bad company ruins good morals. You know that. You surround yourself with bad fish, you're going to be a bad fish. Romans 12 two. do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And this all aligns with one another. And I go right from the second to distinguish good and evil. It teaches you truth. It lights the way. It floods your heart. It breaks the chains. The devil wants us to think that we are stuck that we are helpless, that we are guilty, that we are shameful. And yes, we have things we don't deserve. I want you to know that we have a lot of things we don't deserve. We are not deserving. But oh, the overwhelming, right? Never ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. And I don't earn it. I haven't deserved it. But you still give yourself away. This is what the Bible gives us. It floods us. It overwhelms us with love and and purpose and truth. Let us discern good from evil because in a world that thinks, in a world that is filled with false doctrine, in a world that is full of hate and crime, there's still lights at the end of the corner. There's still lights shining and you are a light. Do not let your light be shut out. Every day you stand for God is a day the devil wants you. But don't be afraid. God has already won the battle. You're on the winning side. The devil wants us to think that we are on a losing side when we go through our shame. and Nobody is perfect. I have this podcast not because I am perfect. God had given me the gift of this podcast not because I deserved it or earned it, but because it's for his glory. I I want you guys to know something about me. There are so many things that I have done in my life to not deserve good things, but I am blessed. I am blessed beyond measure. And so are you. Look in your life and see the things you are missing. Tap, tap, tap into the word of God and see what you are missing. Don't just take my words for it, guys. Get 
into the word of God. These are only my 10 reasons why you should be spending time in the word of God. What are your 10 reasons? And share them with other people who you know are not getting into the word. Surround yourself with company that chooses good morals, okay? I am super excited to have you guys on this podcast with me today. And I am thankful for you guys listening. Please don't forget to comment, like, share, and everything. I was about to say subscribe, like I'm back on YouTube. I love you all. Stay blessed and stay in the peace of God and his love. Bye y'all.